right, welcome back to the Hockey House, episode 13, presented by Selly Hockey Co. I am joined virtually by Glick, and this time we're without Fitz. Fitz is in Hawaii, enjoying a nice vacation with his brothers. So we've called in the ringer, and we've got Ben Smith from Cock Hockey joining us. Ben, how are you? on, boys. Happy to be back. I'm great. I, I just jumped in on you there. I'm excited to be back. Uh, honored you got me to tap in. I'm going to try to fill uh, fit the shoes, but we'll see how it goes. Look, how are you? Doing good. Just got home like five minutes ago. The world's gone, gone you know, just gone to shit, but we got to get this episode out. There are more important things, you know. Yeah, exactly. And one of them is ACHA hockey. Of course. The, the show goes on. Um, as we were talking, it, it's crazy. A, a national event is going on, and we've got Danny Heatley <laughs> chiming in and Jack Edwards chiming in. Um, those are the kind of people you expect to see on Twitter during times like this. Yeah, the Heat Daddy chimed in that he was embarrassed to be from America right now, which I thought was, you know, an, an electric way to put it, to be honest. Well-known American, Danny Heatley. <laughs> All-time American. <laughs> That's the American dream. I mean, if you want to be honest, like. So uh, we'll introduce him now, but we do have joining Ben from Situate Mass. Uh, Cam Francis from Roger Williams. How are you doing, Cam? I'm doing good. Hanging in there. So, Whose house are you guys at right now? We're at my house currently. Um, not to brag, my parents left me alone. So Party at Ben's. Party at my house. Uh, oh, yeah. As soon as this thing comes out, like just right on over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. We like, got some snacks. We're ready to go. We got like, you need, like eight people, COVID-friendly, you know. I mean, Charlie Baker, you know, he's... Start cracking down on us, so we're, we're we're staying staying true to form. Hey, I all I know all about that in New York with Cuomo. Um, but hey, talk <laughs> about living the talk about living the dream. Uh, parents are gone, and you guys are recording a club hockey podcast. Yeah, I mean, yes, we got a pizza right in front of us. Like, we're good to go. All right, so we uh, obviously last night, Team USA took home the gold medal. Did you guys watch the game? Yeah, I did. I mean, I'm sure you all posted on your Instagram stories about it, right? I did not. I personally did not. I refrained. I was able to. Uh, I was able to hold myself back. People know I'm a hockey guy. I don't have to tell them, remind them that I cheer for sports, especially for Team America. I was looking forward to the Snapchat stories. The we did it, boys, with the American flag, and you know. So I was really looking forward to. The, I saw a couple of those, but you know, I'm not a big uh, posting of the you know the team winning. Yeah, your, I feel uh, that. On your story. So I was watching on like some weird Russian stream. So it was all in Russian. So I, I just didn't feel like posting that. I would have got a lot of weird questions. <laughs> I decided to just brush up on a little bit of my, uh, you know, native tongue. Yeah. I, I also like the amount of times that I saw the, the USA, that whoever made that graphic for USA hockey with the gold. Yeah. Sick. It was perfect. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That got its money's worth last night. Little touch of the accented gold, you know. I mean, graphic design 101. I appreciate the guy. Those Great those move. girls, those girls from my high school that went to one high school hockey game, reposting <laughs> it. Love to see it. We did it, guys. Came out. People came out of the woodwork. I don't know what it was like. <laughs> I no. I think it was because like they kept saying this, but it was like the only game on. Like usually there's like NHL or whatever. Like there was like there's only only sporting event on. So I think a lot more people were like, all right, you know, fuck it, I'll watch you know the u.s i think i think it's more a fact of like usa is playing people are like hell yeah let's go baby yeah and it being usa canada too i was fired up for it i mean canada was a wagon they were like pumping teams but like i was never for a second doubting the good old boys from america like when i, like, when I saw the tool. interview with trevor zegris before the game he was like yeah like canada hasn't played a team like us like their goalie hasn't faced anybody like us yet like we're confident and i was like oh USA by a million. It was hard. They were like, they came to play. They like, you just, in the first period, uh, I forget who Canada had on the interview, but they were like, he literally said, he was like, yeah, they just wanted it more than us this period. And they just like wanted it more than them the whole game. Like they just, mm. they dominated and it was sick. I think Canada, Canada, did, like USA was buzzing. They've, you know, figured it out the first, for, uh, you know, second half of the first period. And then they came out in the second, scored, you know, scored right away. And they were buzzing like Canada looks so sloppy they they just haven't seen that type of speed yet in the tournament all their games were kind of you know 
you know, easy and, you know, nonchalant. You know, USA turned it to the fifth gear that they didn't have. Yeah. And I'll, you know, as a goalie, I got a shout out Spencer tonight. He played like lights Rick out. Wall. He was incredible. Perfect segue here because Spencer Knight ties this whole thing back to the ACHA because while he's playing in the bubble in Edmonton, um, BC must have run into some goalie problems because they called up their ACHA goalie while he was gone. And so I got this DM late last night, well after the game, and it was uh, like a post that BC Hockey had posted. It says, we've called up glue guy Aiden Farhat back to the squad for some added depth and net. And so I go to this kid's elite prospects page and he actually played six minutes for them last year against Merrimack. That's sick. That's such a flex. Awesome. That's just what we all wanted to do. If that's, if that's not in your Twitter or Instagram bio <laughs> by now, then come on, you got to make something happen. Yeah. Like we made a big deal earlier because some kid from Dartmouth made the, the varsity team, but now Dartmouth's not playing. So it's kind of irrelevant, but this guy played last year for BC. It's nasty. I mean, at minimum, he got some sick Instagram pictures. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I've got it pulled up right here. Like, it's fresh. Like, that's oh. the sickest jerseys I've ever seen in my life. Like, realistically. And like, custom hey, power pads, too. I would just be like, hey, let me come for the media day, you know, get some sick pics, you know, some nice quality gifs or whatever. And then, like, I don't have to bail. Yeah, I'm good. And then that's <laughs> all I need, you know? Give me a little bit of the clout. I'll sit back and relax. You know, if you need me, I'm here. We talked about it with the Adrian guys last week, but like the, one of the major reasons behind playing club hockey is the pictures that you get of you playing in college. That's like what the, the, okay. The only reason that we've beefed up and become like the way we are at Gamecock hockey is because like, I am a selfish prick. And I was like, damn, no one takes pictures of us at our games. Like I want some sick instas. Like, yo, you guys want to come take pictures of us. And like, you know, Everyone comes out of the woodwork, and we found ourselves quite the operation. But it was selfish all the way. Like, I love sick Instagram pictures. So does everybody else. Like, why not live the dream? Like, why else do we play Instagram? hockey for? Like, at this point, it's not like we have a future. I mean, I mean even if it's in a miracle. Fed. In miracle, it's like, why do you want to play college hockey? And it's like, isn't it obvious? It's for the girls. Like, that's the only reason. Exactly. And then twenty-first century like, on girls. We're playing ACHA club hockey for the girls. And exactly. That's it. And so, speaking of Instagram now, we've uh, Glick was the recent um, victim of a hockey benders attack here. If if you guys don't know, listening, if you scumbags, yeah, <laughs> I you know what I I don't doubt that most of you probably follow this account because it's it's I, well, I'd say it's it's like spitting chicklets without the podcast. Like they just repost every popular hockey. Yeah, it's a video. hockey meme account. Yeah, and, well, he has like four of them, so you know. Yeah, so the, there's this guy on Instagram. I don't know him, but we're just gonna we're gonna call him out here because he has this account called Hockey Benders, and they repost pretty much every popular hockey video. He loves to take from TikTok, which I find ironic because if I'm gonna get chirped for having TikTok, but then they're just gonna get reposted on Instagram, I'm a little hurt by that. Um, My but, stuff got ripped a couple times. Yeah, like, I was so, pissed. Yeah. <laughs> So what, for instance, like, and like they they always like screen record it. They don't like save it properly. It comes out like it's been fucking shot with a toaster, and then it looks bad on me because like what kind of like shitty program am I running where the camera calls like nah? It's like you just crop the caption out ben on TikTok. Wants, ben wants to know he puts out some quality content. None of this screen recording stuff. I'm not anything you see. Yeah, he never like. like and he never tags anyone either. I'll always have, like, my buddies commenting, like, tag this guy. He yeah. made it. And nope, never. He always, he always comments, like, you know, follow, like, at whatever for more. <laughs> and I, like, reply to it. I'm like, no, follow at cock hockey for more. Like, you stupid idiot. Like, so no he, other place is going to make this comment. He literally just credit his other accounts. Like, the one that he reposted to me, he's like, follow, like, hip checks. Like, what? He gave credit to a different account <laughs> that he exactly. ran instead of giving it to Glick. And exactly. so I, I've run into the problem. There's another Instagram account and I'll give them the thumbs up for this. The, the local rink, they also repost a lot of stuff. And um, they had reposted a couple of my TikToks and then a couple of my Syracuse hockey ones. And I reached out and was like, I run Syracuse hockey, hockey house pod and the Mac Murphy. And I was like, the Mac Murphy, Just the <laughs> Mac Murphy. <laughs> and, um, Elite brands across the board. Yeah. 
And I was like, hey, like, I appreciate, like, you posting my videos. Like, next time, can you just tag me in them? And he was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Because, like, a lot of the times in, yeah. in like, I noticed with the cock hockey ones, he puts, like, credit cock hockey on TikTok. But yeah. it's, like, it's the same username on Instagram. Like, it doesn't yeah. take that much effort. Across the board, man. Cock hockey on everything. It's funny. Who doesn't oh, like dick jokes? I exactly. couldn't help myself but buy that shirt. Couldn't help myself. Beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, can I get an estimated delivery time on that? So we had two, we had like three actual stores going on at the same time. Uh, two one of them of run them, by you, right? Well, okay. So one of them was through this, like, so through club sports, they like let us license and like use their shit. And it's, they take, they scoop off the top and it's all convoluted basically. So that was the first store. Right. And then that like, you know ran for only two weeks and everything and i was like wait a second i like own the ip for all this stuff like i can just shut up my own store over here and we can do this differently and then we did that and then we had a third like jersey sale like after christmas so short answer i don't have an estimated delivery date for you no because it's all over the place but it'll get there soon and you'll love it i will i'll wear it every day It'll be a perfect, like, I'll take off my shoulder pad. No, I don't wear shoulder pads for men's league. I'll take off my jersey in men's league. I'll just be sitting in the locker room, and they'll just be like, Cocky. yep. Yep. That's it. Yeah, so that guy's stealing our content, you know, taking our good name. And, you know, I, I don't – I can't knock the hustle, you know. I'm, he's out there grinding, grinding Instagram accounts just like the rest of us. But if you're going to take somebody else's content and repost it, like, at least tag them. Just tag them. It's a nice thing to do. And that's the other thing. Hard. I, we had one earlier. I know the guys from Ohio listen to this, but there was some uh, – a kid sent me the goal, and I posted it and gave the kid who sent it to me the credit. And then, like, right away, people were commenting, like, oh, no, it was this kid who scored the goal. Like, tag him. I was like, oh, no problem. I'll fix that. Yeah. You can, you oh, can yeah. edit captions on Instagram. Well, 2020, man. You can do whatever you want. No, but not with hockey benders. They don't listen. Nope. Probably because he's, like, you, hockey he's got, like, 90,000 followers on every account. There's no way he has notifications turned on. Fake. Well, have we audited his, fo- audited his followings? He might be fake. Fake. I don't know. I'll get to the bottom of it. We might have to do that for next week. Yeah. Try and expose yeah. him. Wouldn't be surprised. Like, cause it's, like, it's a lot. It's kind of like You would have seen those coming up. You, you would have seen them coming up, you know? True crime documentary on the – Many accounts of the hockey. What is it? The bender? Hockey, hockey benders. benders. It's like the hot dog. You got to see how it's made. <laughs> you don't know what's behind You don't it. want to. You don't want to. Say, once you do, you don't want to eat hot dogs ever again. And once you see where this content's coming from, not hockey not, benders. Not hockey benders. All right, Cam, let's get into it here. You're, you're our guest here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to give you the mic a little more than Ben here. Go rapid fire. Um, so, Cam, tell us. Obviously, you grew up in Situate with Ben, but kind of explain your hockey path that led you to Roger Williams. Uh, so my hockey path for – I don't know why, but forever, I was kind of always like, I'm going to play for public school. Like, I'm going to play for Situate. Like, it was like my thing growing up. I think it was a thing for like a lot of us growing up because we, we played on – our town team was uh, Situate in like Norwell. It was two, uh, two teams – or two towns combined. So, like, it was kind of like a big thing, like – you'd play each other growing up in like the playoffs or whatever, like the kids you grew up with. So I was always, you know, I want to play for a public school type of kid. Once I got there, uh, I made varsity as a freshman, one of three. Not a brag. He's not bragging about that just for the record. Not a brag. Not a brag. Ben, ben were you the captain of the JV team that year? I got a concussion. I got a concussion the uh, Saturday. Ben, no, Ben, like, died. I, I'm not kidding. <laughs> this is – we're going on a little tangent here, the first of the pod. Uh, freshman year, I was playing at Merrimack for the Bay State uh, Breakers. I got a breakout pass. Uh, had my head buried. Cronwald. Defenseman took, a, took advantage of it. Cronwalled me. My cage is actually dented. Uh, woke up on the, the orange board on the way out uh, in the ambulance. They're like, hey, dude, you might have broken your neck. I'm like, I don't think I did. But, you know, they kept me strapped to it. So I was, I was conkied my freshman year. Did not try out. Cam and I were actually partners in a sports marketing class. And we had, like, just started the project. I just, like, was concussion, so I didn't come to school for, like, two weeks. Left him on his own. Well, you didn't, well it, it wasn't that I was mad about. It was just he didn't show up. And then, like, no, like there's no communication. Like, hey, like, I got, I got a really bad concussion. It was just, like, he didn't show up. And it was like, oh, I guess Ben's not here. And, like, after a week, started asking questions. Like, maybe something's a little off. He's like, no, nah, yeah, I'm severely concussed. But 
Yes. Did not play hockey my freshman year of high school, no. Cam was a varsity player. Had the first goal of the season as a freshman. I was going to say that. Uh, my first shot ever um, was a goal. Again, he's not bragging. Not, he's not, not bragging. Brag this I'm whole just podcast. stating facts. But, yeah, so that was really cool. I, but, like, I've always wanted to play for Situate. Um, and, you know, the goal was obviously to go to the Garden, you know, win a state championship. And – I know, go play at Gala, which is uh, an arena that, you know, you probably heard of it or whatever. Oh, yeah. But uh, sick arena to play at for playoffs. Atmosphere is unbelievable. So, I mean, it was always kind of the road to Gallo. And then, you know, once road to Gallo got there, I was like, damn, we can kind of make it to the Garden. So, once we made it, that was – the Garden was an unforgettable experience. That was probably the by far the coolest, you know, thing. Lost. You know, shit happens. We, but. Both, we both scored. Not to, I, Cam and I have more goals than most NHL players do at the TD Garden, uh, for the record. Combined. Not a big deal, though. I mean, we did lose six to five, six, four, five to four? Five to four. Five to four. But we each scored, so that's pretty cool. But, yeah, regardless, it was, uh, yeah, it was a good run. So then he went to Roger. Tell us, tell, tell us how you made it to Roger. So, yeah, uh, so I really had, like, no offers or anything like that for any junior teams or any, you know, D3 schools and obviously the goal was always to play college hockey I knew I knew kind of from a young age that like all right D1 is going to be a stretch but you know D3 is definitely manageable and something you know that I can think I can shoot for and my cousin um, growing up played for Weymouth High who at the time was uh, in the Super 8 and everything like that and he went on to uh, play at Norwich uh, won a national championship there so I kind of saw that I was like all right like I can do that realized kind of once you know things didn't work out as I wanted to no offers anything like that I was like all right no problem going club I can just try to you know rip club somewhere and you know I knew that Roger had a good program they just won uh, back-to-back league titles so that kind of interested me and uh, once I got there it was kind of nothing was guaranteed you know I went in there open-minded and it was like if I make it I make it if I don't then you know beer league it is Tell us a little bit about Roger Williams. Like, where is it? What kind of kids go there? Like, what's the makeup of the hockey team? Yeah, yeah this, so this Roger is a national Willi- podcast now. People might not know where Roger Williams yeah, is. Yeah, so Roger Williams is a uh, small school uh, in Rhode Island. It's about a little over 5,000 kids. So It's right across the uh, the river from Fall River. I don't know if you've heard of that place. Yes. Uh, Scary yeah, place. So, like, we're like 10 minutes away from Mass, uh, right over the border of Rhode Island. But, yeah, it's a small school right on the ocean. Um, we actually play in Massachusetts, though. We play at the, the FMC. And if you played at the FMC, you know just how much of a struggle it is to even, you know, have that as your home rink, even, like, playing there. So, what kind of guys where, – where are the guys from on, on Roger? Roger, like you said, your buddies with uh, Kyle Greer, right? Yep. Yep. So, a lot of kids come from, uh, you know, junior teams or, you know – straight out of you know some pretty good high schools uh mostly like some d3 some d3 uh d2 d3 high schools but uh you see a lot of kids from roger come from you know juniors or you know pg years like bridgeton um i know that some kids took some gap years and came here but yeah um our roster is kind of scattered everywhere from kids from uh the northeast and then um Playing at Roger, I, I kind of looking on the website a bit. Like you guys are on like the real athletics page under club sports. Is that like, do they give you guys any like better treatment than other club teams, or how does that work? Um, so we've kind of been pushing more and more for. Well, we don't get a lot. Uh, we're still considered a club sport and everything like that. But I do give credit to the school that they are. Uh, you know they've seen the success we've had and kind of, uh, you know, ran with that and realized that, you know, hopefully, you know, our goal one day as a program is to become D3 again. We are D3 all the way up until like 1992. Um, and then the hockey program, you know, diminished. And you know, then you know, once it restarted, had to go to club and everything like that. So they're a legit operation though, more than we are in South Carolina. Uh, they're funding, is legit they take like the coach buses and stuff like yeah we I, they, they treat us pretty good at the end of the day you know we're still you know club in their eyes we're, i don't think you know we don't get the financial support that we'd like to but 
you know, for a club team and, you know, as a club status, you know, it's pretty good. I'd say the, the, the new Jays are pretty sick. I know Roger Williams did a full oh, yeah. rebrand, but uh, you guys got it good there. Yeah, we got uh, we actually got all brand new, like the whole school logo, colors, everything changed. So um, I think we went like one year where like it was like an overlap period where like we were just wearing our old jerseys just because like our new ones were in the process of making. And on the new ones, I mean, on the old ones, I, you know, I was a scratch player freshman, sophomore year. So they just gave me one and I got the old jersey with the C on it. And there's a picture somewhere where I'm walking out and only on the home jersey was like the like the faded imprint of the C in the chest. Is it like home games? Refs would come up and be like, all right, like, hey, buddy, let's have a good game. Like thinking I'm the captain. I'm like, come on, man, I'm the seventh D. Like, I, like I'm you won't see me out there like I, you'll be lucky if you see me out there and players used to chirp me and you know because the scene or anything like that I just said it stood for cam so cam no no offense but when Ben sent me a couple of action shots so I could post them on the social media today and I saw the new jerseys and it didn't have a C and then I saw the old jerseys and it had a C and I was like wait a second people thought, was off. A, people thought I was a captain as I was like a sophomore as like a like seventh eighth D like sophomore, people were like, "Yo, like Kim, like good for you, man." Like I was like, and but I went along with it sometimes. I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's you just work hard every day, you know, go in there." But then the people who like my close friends who like knew were like, "Dude, like, what the fuck? Like you're just telling me that like you weren't playing." I was like, "Yeah, I'm not." So uh, earlier you mentioned, you know, uh, you're ring playing Massachusetts. Tell us a little bit about your, um, where you play at. Yeah, so we play at uh, the FMC ranks, which is like the state-funded ranks in Massachusetts. And they were all built in like the 19, like 70s and 80s. Shout out, shout like, out to Bobby Orr. Yes, I was going to say, because of Bobby Orr. Like Bobby Orr's like presidents like made those ranks come up like – so in I wanted in like it's fair to say so they're not regulation size at all. They're tiny rinks. Like behind the net, you have zero room. It's hey. like the the benches are tiny. You can barely fit like seven guys standing up shoulder to shoulder. Like the locker rooms. Locker Ooh. rooms are just two massive ones and then two absolutely <laughs> tiny ones. Like I don't even. It's ridiculous that they play there as a college team. Shout out uh, Tommy Marhofer, Assumption College. They played an FMC rink. Shout out Tom. Shout. Out, they play FMC up there. Yeah, in Worcester, they played an FMC rink. So yeah, um, <laughs> sorry, Tommy. It's, it's un- <laughs> yeah, sorry, Tom. <laughs> it's unfortunate. It's although it's unfortunate, but it's also probably like our greatest. You know, it's an advantage, honestly. It it's got to be as a road team coming in there and being like, "What the fuck? I got to get dressed in the shower." It is like you got you got like legit teams, like legit programs, like hockey's teams, like BC, UNH, like UMass, like legit ass programs and then they come to you know driscoll arena and fall river mass and we're like hey guys um sorry we're gonna have to share the locker room space <laughs> today because it's fire code that we can't get dressed over there they're like what is happening so like Can you guys get dressed they- with the other team sometimes yeah uh it's not a great situation i love club hockey man I yeah <laughs> it's just so like there's there's definitely so we had our own little space at one point and then they're like yeah it's against fire code so we're gonna have to like instead of being spread out like you guys are just gonna have to share the space so we'd have like the goalies getting dressed next to each other in like the hallway putting on their pads and everything like that but and we were so used to it and like by the time the game started like kids were like the other teams already pissed off about like about you know the situation. I remember being in high school and having to play like an Armstrong rink in Plymouth and like there were only like 25 guys on the high school team and we were like you know not college sized dudes but it still sucked to get dressed in those tiny ass locker rooms like co- whole college teams come into play like I mean they play a legit schedule like we play like shitty SECHC hockey like D2 D1 club up here is like so much better like there's legit kids coming to play and they're just getting dressed like shoulder to shoulder like being like oh don't step on the grate like as you say the F- an fmc rink would be like the second best rink in the sec oh yeah absolutely <laughs> like the, the plex like is basically you know, uh like ice sheet is bigger but like other than that it's the same but yeah so so yeah that's our rink situation although it does make it very uh nice for you know when we get to go to those nice facilities like bentley or you know holy cross or bc you know 
the legit programs. Yeah, so who do you guys play in your schedule? Because I know in the Northeast, there's tons of D2 club teams. Yeah, there's a lot of D3, uh, D2 club teams around here. Um, so we actually moved uh, up a conference. So um, we're now, um, we, this year would have been our first year, but uh, our conference, we would have been in the same conference as like UNH, UMass, um, basically the, like the top tier um, D2 North teams around here. But our schedule consists of a lot of teams like around, you know, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Mass. So we'll play like Eastern Connecticut, um, UConn a lot, um, Bryant. Bryant's pretty good. They got a good squad up there. Um, and then as, you know, my four years here, we've kind of went from playing, the, you know, the Eastern Connecticut's in the Southern Connecticut's to um, starting to get recognized more and, you know, teams see us as a legit program now. So, like, we'll play UNH regularly, UMass regularly. Um, who else? Uh, BC. BC. Yeah, UVM. BC, uh, UVM. So, it's kind of it's cool to see us go from, you know, increasing our, you know, strength of schedule throughout the, you know, years I've been here. So, it sounds like you've played at quite a few Hockey East barns. Can you do a quick power rank for us as a player, your favorite ranks to play in? Ooh, yes, I can do that. Uh, I got a number one, the coolest one, BC. Just like the whole thing of like the Conti Forum and, you know, it's connected to the football stadium. So, you know, you're warming up on the football stadium, kicking field goals before the game and everything like that. So that was probably, the, that was probably you know, number one. Um, I don't – we played North, – Northeastern, we played in high school together. That was very, very cool. It just kind of, it kind of felt like – what the old garden I, I think would have felt like the stands felt like the stands felt like they were like on top of you. So that was definitely uh, cool. The one I hate, the one hockey school, you know, rink I hate Providence, the ceiling. Oh, the banner, they're four bits. The only banner they have up there. It hangs so low. You could flip a puck up and then hit it. I don't know. I don't know why it just doesn't that. The stands, they're black and white. They, the puck blends in. It's a weird rink. I don't know if you guys have ever played there. Like, they I don't I turn like all here. the lights on if you're not playing like a real game, and it like has this weird green hue to it. Freaks you out. It's just like a bad vibes from that. It's a bad color scheme. I don't, of course, the black seats are just, causing problems when there's no people in the stands too, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's you know, it's not ideal for uh for the, just the parents to be there in the standing section. Did you guys play at the Wit when you played UNH? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we did. That was cool. That's a warm one with an Olympic sheet uh, at, yeah, at UNH. UVM was uh, – UVM is Olympic sheet too. But, I, I, yeah, I think they are. But that place is an absolute barn. Like, that – like, when you're talking about, like, legit barns, like, it only has, like, one hallway, for, like, to warm up where all the locker rooms are and everything like that. Like, everything's connected – so, and that, you know, that's one of the barns that has, like, most history, too. Like, you got uh, Timmy Thomas and then uh, Marty St. Louis. So, that was pretty cool playing in there. Do you guys play uh, Keen at all? No. So, Keen was – we could have. So, um, but they were just never on our schedule. But, uh, like, the possibility of us playing them was – so we were the fourth team to get into the uh, to nationals in our region, and I think they were number two. So they, so them and uh, UMass, I think, got the auto bid. I feel like uh, Roger Williams and Keene are like two New England schools that will probably go D three someday. That are pretty good D two club programs. Yeah, I I think that's the trend that like it's going towards. I think that more and more kids are kind of seeing the opportunity and the skill that and, uh, you know, D2 club has. And I think that Roger and Keen are similar, you know, school sizes and, you know, dynamics. I came up to help you guys do your media day a few uh, months ago, and I was talking to your coach. And can you just tell the folks at home, like, what a week is like uh, for Roger Williams hockey? Like, you guys, like, are legit program. It's not just, like, you show up drunk to practice and fuck around. Yeah, it's, it's different than what I see at – Ben's Snapchats and everything like that. So I'd say a typical week would be um, we usually practice uh, three times a week. It's usually uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Practices are usually like an hour and a half or so. We usually get like 
20 minutes at the beginning to, you know, fuck around, do whatever, you know, practice new shit. But yeah, the practices are honestly very, like, I went in there thinking that it was just going to be kind of, you know, shinny hockey and, you know, do stuff. But um, legit ass practices, you know, it's, I actually, I probably learned more, you know, in my three years there than you know, I've learned throughout my hockey career. I just, uh, you know, credit. Want to shout out your coach? Yes. Um, shout out to my coach, but I, I want to say his name because I don't know if he wants it out there. But uh, great coach. You complimented him like left and right. You're like, I don't know if he'll, he'll like it. Oh, but, uh, but yeah, so we usually practice three times a week. Um, usually high intensity um kind of no bullshit type of attitude at roger like we get you know we like to get things done not a fucking not a lot of fucking around and then we usually have like one or two games on the weekends and you know if we're traveling you know we'll get the coach bus um the boosters will hook us up with you no know, with you know you know sandwiches or meals or anything like, you know the typical club hockey you know game day meal are the boosters the parents yes yeah. So yeah, the boosters, you know, the parents, you know, they're all, right. you know, they all kind of mesh together. The aunts and uncles and all that. So yep. Yep. yeah. Yep. But yeah, so we usually get like three practices a week and then uh, depending on the game schedule, you know, one or two games. So what are home yeah. games like at the Drisk? Uh, the home games can be interesting. Um, it can, it can, you know, vary from just the parents there to, you know, and, to if we you know make an effort to get you know our you know our buddies there and be like yo like you can come drink like you can like pray like make this your pregame like that would kind of be my thing being like yeah like you guys can like come to our game like watch us and like pregame for the night like i swear to god it will be entertaining and fun so like once we got that going uh like some you know more and more of our friends and buddies started but we racked up some good crowds every now and then. So, you know, for big games against rivals like Bryant or Bridgewater State or any playoff game, we tended to get some uh, good amount of fans there. Bridgewater State, that's a classic Northeast oh my, that, D2 team. That's, that's the definition of your gritty club hockey. Oh, we don't have, an, like, you know, we may not have the talent, but we'll beat the shit out of you. Yeah, they're uh, – Credit to them. They're scrappy. They're a scrappy team. They always put up a good fight. But yeah, uh, a lot of our games ended in a lot of ejections and a lot of just straight up brawls. What's the like? What's the craziest game you've been a part of? Uh, I think it was last playoff, uh, last year in playoffs, like our first round. We were playing Bridgewater, and our goalie goes behind the net to stop the puck. Kid just straight up doesn't stop full steam ahead like bundles our goalie like our helmet like yard sale helmet gloves like everything's flying off in like we you just see it coming like you can sense it like the kid hit the like hash marks and you're like he's not stopping like there's zero intention on him making like a you know safe play it just absolutely annihilates the goalie you know of course fight breaks out and then what our coach did yep there it is yep just nope doesn't stop so after that uh our coach actually pulled our goalie which is credit to him it was a very smart move to pull him our coach he was freaking out on the bench flipping out shout out ryan forget um but it was probably the best thing because you know you know they were doing that shit to rattle us to get us off his game and you went to the bench he's like all right these fucking go fucking kill him everything like that he's like all right Put it in the backup for a little bit, for like five minutes. Once he cooled down, he's like, "Are you done? You good? Like, we like, all, all this is over." He's like, "Yeah, I'm good." And went back in. You know, we ended up, we ended up blowing them out. But yeah, that's uh, that wasn't the greatest scene there. You gotta have some screws loose to do the Milan Lucic. Literally, like, just that's the thing. Like, it, it's a club <laughs> hockey game too. Like, it's not that serious, bro. Yeah, like it's not that deep. And then like, there's been yeah, I that's think exactly that, why guys do it because it's like it is club hockey. Yeah, but it's it's like why are you running a goalie? It's like it's that's just somebody's buddy. Like he's gonna go home and do his fucking Spanish homework like you do. Like why are you drilling him like that? I think that's, some idiot like me is gonna repost it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that same game. So after the game. So Bridgewater, Bridgewater is close enough to where, you know, their students and like their friends can come. So of course, you know, a couple of drunk 
Bridgewater State buddies are there. And we're walking off the ice, and they're yelling at us and screaming at us. And I look at them, and I was like, are you serious? Like, like I was like – I'm back and being serious. Are you serious? Like, do you want to, do you want to fight me over a club, uh, over a D2 club hockey game right now that you just lost like nine to two? Like, is this where we're at? And he was just like, no, nah, right, I don't leave. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, what are we doing here? Come on. That's the beauty of it. But yeah, I love um, it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it any other way. It's, it's beautiful chaos. Um, in terms of, of travel do you guys ever stay overnight places or is the travel kind of day-to-day uh we'll usually have like one or two like overnight trips like the weekend and stuff like that like that so for example um we'll usually kind of make it like a big event or a big trip so one year um we were you know going through i think we're playing somewhere in albany and but we were just traveling around and uh, we stopped at army for the day uh because r.i.p dr potter um he like our general manager he went to army so we spent the day walking around there you know touring everything we went to the football stadium everything like that so usually you know our special trip will be like one or two road trips of you know a year this year we're supposed to go to florida gulf coast and play them so that was like the big thing because we couldn't you know we still had the uh the tickets for nationals like we we didn't get like we didn't get a full refund there's like you can just use it on another trip so we're like all right we'll use it for florida so all the boys are like let's go like we're playing florida gulf coast like let's go make us let's go make a name for ourselves and then promptly gets canceled again so do you guys have a plan for the spring semester? What are you guys doing? I don't – it's all kind of cloudy. Like, just, like, just like everyone else? Yeah. Like, I mean, hoping for the best, but, like, there hasn't been anything to kind of say that we're going to go back or even play. Considering that uh, we're, we're in a tough spot because, you know, since we're in Rhode Island, but we practice in Massachusetts – so when Governor Baker shut all the rinks down, he shut down hockey for, I think, like two or three weeks. We were scrambling around Rhode Island trying to find rinks, you know, that would let us, you know, practice and everything like that. And a lot of them were just saying, no, we can't. We can't allow anyone on our campus or anything like that. So once those two weeks were up, we're like, awesome. Like, we're ready to roll. We'll get back. But in the guidelines, it said that you can't be traveling from out of state in the state to play. So we like we couldn't be going from Roger to you know Driscoll to play. Uh, so you know after that that I we just kind of left it at that. So speaking of uh, traveling from Rhode Island to play in Massachusetts, how about the Providence Bruins calling the New England Sports oh, yeah. Center their home? I'm excited for that. That's like rink one in the New England Sports Center. Nah, just they, like they should stick them in like rink eleven. <laughs> you gotta like, put them out in the yeah, sticks. Like, like put them uh, in like the back rink that you know the back I, rink that's summer tournament nine thirty p.m. third game of the day just like nobody gives a shit. Put it in one of those. Those rinks. are where the real moments are made. Those like, are where kids get cross checked from behind and the ambulance has to come. Like, <laughs> let's see if the Binghamton Devils can find locker room twenty four on <laughs> rink ten. <laughs> with their skate sharpener and trainer yeah they can't get through those back hallways up and down the stairs bro yeah, that used to be the biggest anxiety for me like going in there being like all right go find locker room 32 it was like <laughs> i can't where, like who, who like how am i supposed to find that and it's you're like if when you get to that age where like you're not driving like your parents aren't driving to the games like there's a couple of times where i show up tomorrow bro and, like, I just drove three hours. I get out with my bag, and the last thing I want to do is have to, like, put effort into finding the locker room. Oh, pull out the Google Maps or the fucking arena. Yeah. And it's a shame because that's where the Nationals were going to be this year. Oh that would have been awesome. Imagine we have so many guys on our team from, from that area, like Shrewsbury, Marlboro. Like, it would it, it would have been a home game for any New England. All of us. Everybody <laughs> in club hockey would have been like, no, yeah, it, we're it home. It would have been like all of New England, like – all the teams from the Northeast would have been a home game for them. Like you got teams for California coming in. Like who'd have been like, no, we grew up playing here. Yeah. Point out the fucking jerseys hanging up in that main hallway. We'd like play for that team, play for that team, play for that. It's get, like, get some heroes and Bud Lights at the bar. You know? I just like, uh, 
it would just make my day to see like, oh, we got Adrian and Liberty, Liberty on rink eight. Rink eight <laughs> at 9.30 p.m. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking fantastic. You got the guy up there taking pictures, you know, so you got the seven monitors set up there. You got, you're taking pictures of the uh, – the Oh, with the watermarks? Monitors. With the oh, watermarks? Nothing like a summer hockey tournament. Like, those are those like – the, before the first game when like nobody knew each other just like dead silent the coach comes in he's like cracking jokes and then like you know you go out blow the doors off some team and then all of a sudden you know sunday afternoon comes and you've got best friends for life hockey's incredible like that and, and you're right you're exactly right those teams like florida gulf coast would showed up they wouldn't have understood what it was like to be in, at the new england sports center they don't understand marlboro nope like i do you know how many there was one hidden bathroom down there i just I swear to God, nobody knew where it was. It was just the best place. Very random. That is, that is very random. Yeah, that's a sneaky, like, that's a sneaky nah, flex. it was the best because, you like, you had to drop one. You go to the, go to the, you know, hidden toilet. Nobody knows. But the Providence Bruins, man. Like, how does, how is that going to work? Like, is it just because Providence, like, doesn't have rinks open? I guess the, the dunk is being used for COVID. And then the owner of the Providence Bruins also owns the New England Sports, so like he owns, like he owns it and everything. So I don't get why I don't get why Roger could have done the same thing. Yeah, you guys should have played up there. Yeah, I'm waiting. Should give him a call. Well, and now the Providence Bruins can play there because they just opened up 38 ice slots because they moved the national tournament. Yep. So. They moved the national tournament. Well, no, it? it's it's all individual. Oh. So like once oh, they get right. once they find out who's going to the national tournament, they're gonna find like a neutral site, so nobody has to travel that far. We I don't know if we announced this last time I was on, but we're we're we have left the ACHA. We're in the the CHF now, so and we're having mean, our own regional tournament. What is and it? they are gonna do that this this spring. Well, it's the South, so of course. They... I mean, it's like, yeah, it's up to the schools. You know, it's a big states' rights thing down there, so it's up to the schools if like. If they have to allow, they have basically the school, whatever it's called, the uh, student life department, wherever the the buck stops. They're like, you guys can't leave campus to play a game, and you can't have teams come to play you. And we're like, okay, so we can't do anything. Yep. Except that- you know, so that's that's where we're at for the fall. They haven't officially told us anything for the spring, but they like haven't been like, hey, like you should be good to go for the spring either. So we just gotta wait for them. They're probably gonna say no. And then, you know, there's definitely a handful of teams that will be able to play. And, you know, who knows, we might be able to play some interstate games. But for the most part, we're just kind of punting out of the season. Uh, just brainstorming. We should do uh, – maybe the Hockey House will have to host, like, an in, in, in NHL 21, um, like, tournament of all the club hockey teams who don't get to play this year. And we'll crown a national Sick. champion. Someone did that with the with – Oh, I saw that team. last year. Across- yeah. Yeah, so so like right as right right as nationals got canceled, like on somebody I don't know who it was, but somebody on Twitter like did a full on simulation of nationals, and every single team that was in it made like the custom jerseys, everything like that, and just ran it through a simulation, and like that's how we were going about nationals. Roger, credit to Roger, he made it pretty far. I mean, we made it. I think we got <laughs> snuck in a couple of wins, you know. So you know, shout out to him. Uh, landlord, my landlord is calling me as this is going on, so we're going to ignore him mm. and hope he leaves me a nice message. Uh, but continue with your next question. Uh, let's see, what, we, what haven't we talked about yet? Well, we, we, we skipped a pretty uh, big question that we usually ask at the start, but what is your welcome to the ACHJ moment? Ooh, that's why we pay the big bucks, Glick, to catch stuff. Like uh, that. I would say so. My freshman year, I was. A healthy scratch the entire time, like no zero into like there was no way I was getting in the lineup, and our coach just got fired, and because it was his first year, it just wasn't working out. Some of the like the seniors didn't like him, so it was our first game uh, without our without a coach basically. Like our assistant who graduated two years before was our was going to be our head coach. So and it was at UVM, and so in my mind, I'm not playing. We don't have a coach, you know, this, you know, season's kind of, you know, iffy. I'm, you know, I send a text. I'm like, Hey, like, uh, like I got a big project due tomorrow. Like I'm like, you know, probably, it's probably best for me not to make the road trip. And then the captain texts me. He's like, Hey, if you want to play tomorrow, you can. And I'm like, Oh shit. So I, I text back to like the coach. I'm like, I'm like, never mind, never mind. Like, like I'm in, like, like I'm going. So 
it's at UVM, which is obviously like, that's a very cool place to kind of have your first game and suit up. So I was all pumped up in, I, in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm getting on the score sheet. Like I'm getting on the score, we have score, assist, like anything. So I'm sitting on the bench in uh, my, in, I'm partnered with my roommate. My roommate was my D partner. And I was like, yo, like next shift, like, I don't care. Like I'm lighting somebody up. Like the boys need energy. Like everybody's flat. Like I don't care. So I go out there and right in front of our bench, the kid coming down, blatant elbow to the blatant elbow to the chin, bundled him. Like it was a, it was a good hit. It wasn't too dirty, but you know, it was definitely got a good piece of him. And that was kind of like a, all right, like everyone was fired up and went to the well, penalty box and everything like that. But that was kind of like, probably like, all right, like, I'm here now, like, I'm playing in a legit arena, you know, with legit competition, like, let's fucking go. Did you get a, the, the, the boys kick the boards on your way to the box? Absolutely. The, all the boys, the stick banging. <laughs> There's an elite picture of Cam, like a, an out-of-context Cam Francis picture, just him in the penalty box. That was at, uh, that was at RPI. RPI had, uh, they have, like, the whole production going. Like, they have, like, the video on, like, the Jumbotron and everything. And they had the like the camera in the penalty box, and I saw that once I got in there. Immediately, I was like, I was like, this is gonna be a good picture. I kind of like <laughs> put my head down. I was like, I was like, all right, like I, I, I know what's going on because I looked up. I look up at the jumbotron, and I'm just, and I'm like, I'm that image of me just sitting there is on there. I'm like, all right, like let's try to make something out of this. So I'm just awkwardly sitting there, stick next to me, just like kind of sulking, just just chilling, you know. So that's cool. Uh, you know, screen chat on Twitter, like my expectation, like, or how I would think it, whatever. I don't know what the caption was, the trend was exactly, but it was like some Adam Goddett, like winning the bean pot, like Sally pick, and then just like Cam sulking in the penalty box. <laughs> D3 hockey, D2 hockey real, realization. Growing up in Massachusetts, what I thought college hockey would be like in the bean pot versus what it's actually like. Yep. The penalty box at RPI. Uh-huh. They, play, they play for the Quahog Cup. Who do you guys play for that? So the Quahog Cup was, I think the first year was like my freshman year and we didn't have, we actually didn't have enough teams from Rhode Island to, we only had three teams from Rhode Island that like wanted to do it. So we had to bring in a Connecticut college and they won it the first year. So a Rhode Island based tournament, Connecticut, the Connecticut wins. So after that, um, I think we, I think Bryant won it after that. So it's us, Connecticut college, Providence, and Brian. Brian, yeah. So um, Connecticut's okay, and then but you know the real competitions between you know, Providence and um, Bryant, who are you know always put together a good squad. So yeah, it's a huge return we have every year. But I think we've won it back to back times. But yeah, good turning, good group of guys. Say, tournaments like that, like you, you kind of need those in a season, like something to get up for in the middle of the year. Exactly. We had we used to have those in high school. We play like a Christmas tournament, and you just like you know, go beat the shit out of some random team you never would otherwise play. But having it like local like that is awesome. Like we wanted to do that this year. Like back when we thought we could have some pandemic games interstate, we were gonna do like a Carolina Cup and just play everybody twice and just you know. Honestly, if you bring any trophy to any random game, I think dude, people are gonna be like, all right. Let's go. Like big game packet. Yeah. For the trophy. Especially a t- especially if there's a t-shirt or hat involved, I'm going all out. Like, I'd rather have a t-shirt and a hat than a, a little medal. I don't get the, you know, I can rep a t-shirt or hat whenever I want, express I'm a champion. We used to have at, shout out, going back to Kyle Greer and Roger Williams, we used to have at Bridgeton, we would play uh, Hebron Academy, and it was for some cup. And um, the uh, it, was called, it was called the Fabello Cup, and we would play them twice. Uh, we'd have a home and home, and if we split the series, no matter what, the second game would go to a five-minute overtime, and the winner of the overtime got the cup. So we won the first game at Hebron. The second game, they won, and then we lost again in the overtime, and I was devastated. It was just uh-huh. a random cup, though. Yeah, just some – you know, because you get your name on it, you know, forever. You need to be like, hey, you know, that was that was my team. We won, the, we won those years, you know. And once again, going back to the Graham – you get to post a picture of the trophy. Yeah, it's sexy. You get to kiss it, drink out of it. That was probably that was. I remember so my sophomore year, it was kind of the same thing. Like I got some playing time, but definitely wasn't you know an established role or anything like that. 
we won the tra- we won the you know the championship. Our trophy you could drink out of automatic. You know, I'm posting pictures like that. You know, bottle of champagne, everything like I just won the Stanley Cup. I mean, but it's it's just fun to act that way. It's fun to you know go all out and you know go at it. Look, we're gonna have to come up with a trophy for you to hand out for the burger, the ACHA burger of the year. <laughs> we uh, might have to do that, like a little like burger instead of like the hockey player, just a yeah, yeah. Right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get some Burger Town operation. Get a dip can in there somehow too. I don't know. How. We when we when we were in high school, we'd we play uh we'd have team dinners before all our games. We'd play mini hockey and we had a, a trophy made out of a Gatorade bottle and a dip can wrapped in tinfoil. Electric, you know, it can be anything, but as long as you're playing for something, those games matter. Maybe uh, I'll just get like a bunch of like the boxes that the bubble burgers come in and just make a cup out of it. Oh yeah. Who, I've seen who kids do it with that with those with like bush light cans? Yeah, yeah, exactly the same thing as them, but burgers. Quick speaking, of which where was the the best burger that you got this year? Um, I think it was Westchester. I think I gave them the best rating, and I mean that like they have like a whole bar and everything. Yeah, so it's, a, it's a legitimate. I was restaurant. expecting. Yeah, and then the worst was at Drexel because it's literally in a vending machine and a 1980s microwave, and you just. Take no off the wrap. Yeah. No, you seriously. That? You, like, unfortunately. Like, you got that good radiation. Did, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I was, like, kind of scared to eat it. Like, I was, like, looking at it. It was, like, half of it was, like, still frozen. I'm, like, oh, God. And then my just coach just. to the cause right there. Yeah. And, and then my coach, like, walks by. He's, like, what are you doing? I'm, like, uh. Pre-game meal coach. <laughs> what are you doing? Carbo loading. Ever heard of it? Read a book one time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you win the game or was that post game? Uh, it was before the game, but I was backing up. So I figured, you know, how was, how did it hit your intestines? Was it like, how was it going through bad? It, it was rough. I had to get back after the game. That's tough. Ba- back up to the door. Hey, it, it's the sacrifices we make. It's true. It all starts with the sacrifices we make. in the ACA. <laughs> Content, content, content. Exactly. My, do you remember my, Owen, my brother, he was, uh, he was two years uh, older than us. So, uh, there was two years like overlapping where we played. My brother he's uh, playing goalie like he's like hide skittle and playing backup, but hide like whole packs of skittles and starbursts like in his pads, like bring like like skate over to the bench. No, he's not playing. Just sit in the corner and like <laughs> eat his skittles. Like slow, like sneakily eat his skittles, like tr- like hiding from my coach. Marshawn Lynch. goalies, man. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that. Not gonna lie, but I can just never get myself to like actually do it. <laughs> he used to tape. Um, starburst to the to the glass and be like, if you score a goal, you get a starburst. That was, a, that was the motivation, like our sophomore year when we were bad, we were terrible. We had three wins. <laughs> He's a guy. It's like if you score, you get this starburst. Like taped it up. Everyone's like, I'm getting it. Like let's go. It's like we're getting we're getting hyped up to score a goal over over starburst here. Yeah, we'll lose North Quincy four to one, but you know that one starburst goal makes it worth it. Like uh, they 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 pan the camera. It's like the turnover chain in college football. Everyone's hyping <laughs> up. They, they put this like robe or chain. It's like no, you get the Star- starburst that's been starburst. in the glass for two periods. You gotta you gotta peel it, like, unpeel it with your gloves on too, so you can't really. Do it oh hockey players just motivated by the dumbest stuff just like <laughs> just bring a trophy to a random hockey game gets us going starburst to the bench everyone's trying to score yeah next thing you know everyone's running out in the parking lot listening to avici <laughs> getting ready to go you know it's, who cares <laughs> honestly that might be like the new strategy for next year because it's the best way to motivate just get just like something stupid make every game a trophy game and like, <laughs> you win oh so here's my Money idea away. I think if you don't qualify for the national tournament, I think you should just play a random bowl game against some random oh team. God. College hockey, <laughs> ACHA bowl games. The sponsors on that. Uh, <laughs> right, you're on to something. The possibilities are endless for that. Endless possibilities. That'd be incredible. You just like, and it's, like, it's like a raffle. Like Get one of those ping pong ball lottery machines, and it's like, uh, let's see. We got Ferris State versus... Wake Forest in the. In the <laughs> be like for for fifty bucks you can you can get name sponsor you can get a bowl game sponsor you can get a club hockey bowl game sponsored after you. Oh, uh, that would actually be perfect. Any league, any teams over the country, it's like all right. In the you just play. 
Yeah, in, in the Howie's Hockey Tape Clam Chowder Invitational. We've like, got we Davenport gotta, gotta versus Florida Gulf Coast. <laughs> just, <laughs> random as shit. It'd be awesome. Yeah. It'd be sick. That's, we got to get yeah, – once, once we're we, onto something. Yeah, yeah, we're very definitely on something. Yeah. Once, we got to get this going. We're, we're building the infrastructure between college hockey teams. Like, we will get to college hockey bowls one day and <laughs> – Credit is right here on this. Episode. I just, I think <laughs> there's just something about bowl games. Like, no matter how bad your season was, granted, this year, I mean, yeah, South Carolina get a bowl game this year. We were supposed to go to the Gasparilla Bowl against UAB, uh, and then they were like, "No, nah, we got Man, COVID, we can't go." Didn't they shut down their program like four <laughs> years ago or something? Yeah, it was. We were two and eight. It was bad. It was going to be bad. We might have lost. We were the underdog. It was whole bad news. So we didn't want to play in that anyways, but. We got COVID, luckily, didn't have to play. Yeah, so I think – if we won. I think if you have – same as Bulgies, if you have an above 500 record and you don't make the national tournament, you get put into a lottery and yeah. we find you a team to play in a location. Yeah. yeah. You, it's like always a – like a sick-ass location. Go play in Nashville. So why not? Yeah. Nashville, <laughs> like pods. You know, you get you get a Northeast Bowl game, a Midwest Bowl game, a Mountain West Bowl game. You know. locations. We'll just I set think, it up. The, the ACHA and the College Hockey Federation could cash in on this because maybe you have to put down your deposit for the national tournament ahead of time. And then yeah. if you don't make it, they just use that just money to send you to yep. Nashville and do whatever you want. Exactly. Play Bridgewater exactly. State for the. It'd be sick. Like, it'd be some, like, there'd be some matchups. There'd be some oh, kids, yeah. like, some culture clashes, like, some old rivalries renewed. Like, you know, like, I, I, playing in the SEC, like, I've played against kids that I've been like, what the fuck are you doing playing for this team? Like, why are you playing for South Carolina, bro? Like, what do you do? It's like kids just find their ways to different schools. And like, it's the funniest thing ever to see somebody, you know, on a different team. So like, if you were just like randomly matched up in a bowl game, like I was at a, we were at a regional tournament in Tampa. There was a kid who was playing for Embry Rydell that we went to high school with. I say that right. Is it Riddle? Embry Riddle? I don't know. It's like a a flight academy. His name is Mario. He's the, he's the man. And, like, he was just getting off the ice. And I was just, like, did a triple take. And I was like, Mario, what the fuck? It's spring break. This is a hockey ring. This is one of four hockey rinks in Florida. What are you doing here, bro? It was like, same thing you're doing, man. Trying to make it to Dallas. Just living, living, the, dream. living the dream. Uh, Bowl games. I think, I think we're on to something. Well, maybe that's how it started. The Hockey House Cup. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Hockey House Cup. Hockey House Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Invitational. Glad I got that idea off my chest. Yeah. I've, I've been keeping that one in for a long time. It's a really good idea. I don't know why, like, how come football is the only sport that does bowl games? Like, I feel like, I mean, basketball has their big tournament, but. We got to start normalizing bowl games. Bowl games are fun. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're look electric. At, look at the when Wisconsin broke that trophy in the Mayo Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Again, perfect. the stupidest trophy, and they were just so excited to have it. Yeah. Yeah, they, it was a slugfest. They threw, like, six picks in the second half, and they were like, we won the fucking Mayo Bowl. Like, who cares? They do, and, like, it's fun. Like, why not have more of that? That's just going to bring this country back together. Is ACHA yeah. <laughs> a- a- hockey bowl games will bring us back together. We could even do, like, series. Who cares? Make it like a, make it like a three-game, like a weekend, like, destination. Well, a stadium series without the stadiums. Yeah, exactly. four games. Now we're getting fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I like it. I think we're going with this. Um, Cam, anything we haven't mentioned yet that that you wanted to mention while you're on? It's your time to shine. Not many times you get offered to be on a podcast as a club hockey player. I know, I know. Um, I thank shout outs. Just I'll shout out my coach. Shout out Coach O'Brien. Um, you know, throw his name out there. Uh, great coach. But yeah, I would say. Uh, you know, if you're thinking of playing club hockey, uh, do it. Uh, I'd say that, you know, still that competitive high level. And if you're looking for a small school in Rhode Island to play some good hockey at, uh, Roger Williams, your place. It's great. Always. Thank you guys for thinking of me to fill in. I, I hope I hope we did a good job. Yeah, you know, uh, great job. Thanks for thanks to Cam for coming on, joining Thank you us. You guys. You got great stories. Yeah. Follow Cam on Twitter. Uh, you can go ahead. At uh, Cam Francisco, um, similar to San Francisco. My f- least, the least favorite joke he's ever made in his little, entire life. Little play on words there. Dude, I made it when I was like 12. Yeah, exactly. I dumb. It, I thought it was six. I'm not changing. I'm too deep into it now that 
I'm not changing it. My dad calls him Camp Francisco when he's not around. It's funny. 